Last time on The Call of the Expanse, our heroes ventured deeper into the jungle with Naikini to find the aggressive Otokembe tribe. The group is then ambushed by dozens of the lizard folk tribe. The orcs gleefully make short work of them. Even Nathan cracked a few skulls with his briefcase. All of a sudden, the Otokembe chief appears riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Our story continues now! I want to talk about secret checks. <laughs> I know you guys want to roll your own dice, and I don't want to roll your dice. So I know that's a part of second edition, but we're just not going to do that. I think there, there are moments where I think it's good. Like with the... You know, if you we walk into a room and if somebody... You know, it's just like checking for it's, traps. Yeah, like if makes, you just open a door... Yeah, the purpose of it is to make it more immersive and to avoid metagaming. I get that, but just... I don't want to roll y'all's dice. I think that... I think it works out with, like, passive observation. Like, with the bigger-ass raptor. What's that called? Uh, Dynonicus. Dynonicus. Yeah. Dynonicus. When like with the Dynonicus rolling to see if we would see it or not, um, I like that. It's just when it comes to, cause you know, um, behind the the sc screen, behind the voices, um, I ended up calling Emod one night, really worked up because I didn't like the secret checks on my deception and. Uh, diplomacy because that is what I made Nathan to do like I've made Nathan a very like silver-tongued like gambler and so when I don't get to roll my diplomacy and my deception it just felt like I was getting my character taken away from me and I <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I called Emod in a bit of a in a bit of a state <laughs> and I'm really glad you did because I don't, I want you to be happy. I want everybody here. To, that's the whole reason why we're playing this. We want to have fun. Yeah. And yeah, for someone who's running the game, you should feel comfortable coming up to them and saying, Hey, I don't fucking like this. I'm not having fun. And I'm yeah. glad you did that. And so that's like, I, I do think for like passive things, it's useful for yeah, like the it, DM and for the players. If, because, if we're being belligerent, in a situation where we should be like paying attention to our surroundings, roll a secret check to see if we notice see if baddies walking in behind us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that, that makes sense. I feel like where it, where it feels like a bummer, like what you're saying is when you're rolling for other, someone else's skill, that that's when it gets yeah. like, and I understand that like perception is technically, you know, a skill, but it's also, just a, a human or person, I guess we're not all, mm -hmm. neither, none of us are humans here, but, um, no, but you know, like it's, it's just a passive thing that we all have. Mm -hmm. And so I'd also advise, like, if you're going to do it to use the, uh, like a dice rolling app instead, yeah, just so that the, the tumbling of dice on a dice tray doesn't like send a warning <laughs> flare to everybody Yeah, because I've done that. Yeah, it's but just also it's just fun while the players are talking just to roll the dice, not oh. tell anybody what you're doing. It's fun. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely do that stuff. But there's, there is also the, uh, 
the other way around it is so yeah you guys have been talking you just cleared out this room uh cody roll a perception check oh you failed no it's fine it's it's cool there's definitely <laughs> not something going on outside yeah it's completely normal <laughs> just as it always has oh yeah i mean yeah so because i i like the secret is the secret the secret um checks for that kind of stuff because it's it's either that or you tell someone to like roll a perception check and they're like oh what's going on or you just decide this is information that i think you should know um Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. tell you and like like that's what i did when we first played um etrin's folly when you guys almost killed hallid and I didn't do. I didn't roll a secret check. I was just like, I'm gonna let them know that he's about to die, and if they hit him again, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. So you guys can make that decision at the point. Um, do you want to take him hostage or do you want to kill him? You know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, you can do a secret check to see if they notice that, or you can just decide to tell them, or you can tell them to do a perception. But I, I like the secret check there. I think. For my style, I I prefer to just like tell you guys things that I think that you would know or notice or should know. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that it may not be super obvious, I like to tell you guys to do perception checks. But that's the same thing with the secret check. So yeah. I know. Uh, have y'all heard of Fantasy Grounds? It's like kind of like Roll Twenty. They do have yes. a, a button you can press for secret rolls. I just don't know how to work it yet. Yeah. So I, I get I get the like purpose of it. Oh, the purpose is fantastic. I 100% agree with the purpose, but I don't want to, you know, I mean, y'all know is running a game, you already have enough to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to roll, and I don't also don't want to take rolls away from y'all. Yeah. Oh, speaking of y'all. Yeah, we uh, are from Texas. <laughs> I, um, no, I'm not. My brother, Allie, we let him we listen to our Texas. first episode before it was released. And afterwards, I asked him, hey, man, what do you think? He's like, you guys say y'all a lot. I can tell. Hey, man, that's that where like, we're from. That was like his only input. And he's like, I can tell when you guys are nervous, too. It's like, yeah, of course we're nervous. I, I don't say We don't y'all. have a script. <laughs> I don't say y'all a lot. But I did notice that even when we were playing the first session, I was, and when you were talking as, as uh, Doug and when you were talking as uh, Lindor, I was like, y'all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I don't just how care. The, that's how it is in the Mwangi. They say y'all. Yeah. yeah. It's a little punk. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I also, like, I, I noticed that while we were playing it, but I was like, I'm not, whatever. We're people. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> oh, same sorry thing. for being human. I'm not a human. <laughs> no, none of us are humans here. Like I said before. Um, I'm not a human I'm being. A I am a Martian. Um, IRL. I'm, I'm a furry. So yeah, I, I, I don't like IRL. <laughs> I don't me. like furry. I don't because every time somebody says IRL, I think they're gonna spell out a website or something. That's like, URL. I know, but still, it makes me think that. And I'm just Boomer. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, Computers are hard. On that note, Emod is the old one out of all of us. All right. What do you like? He's clo- Did you just turn fifty-two? 
Um, uh, you can go fuck yourself. Hey. <laughs> All right. Y'all need to be nice to Peepaw. <laughs> oh, no. In his I'm in my age. 30s. Stop it. <laughs> Who else is in their 30s? And I'm in my I'm in my 30s, but the uh-huh. way you said it, it makes me think you're turning 40 next year. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but if I was, I'd be okay with it. I will say, hey everybody, I'm in my 20s, so hmm. not for. So long. I'm I'm re- oh. representing those youngins. I mean, that explains a lot now, but. <laughs> I'm in my my early to mid to late twenties. And personally, I'm in my emotional immaturities. So, <laughs> nice. That is true. Depends on how you act. So, are we gonna are we gonna do this? Well, I mean, nah. Let's go home. No, I, I wanted to. I wanted that to be our thing. I wanted to bring up. Hey, guys, we're not doing mm-hmm. secret checks. Mm-hmm. I wanted to specify what's going on. Because I did change it without saying anything. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to talk about the rules. Because mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of stuff. Like, I, I can only speak for myself, but there are plenty of things that I need to remember. Because we're all here. We're all looking at our pieces. We see the battleground. But anyone listening isn't. And I'm trying to keep in mind some people that listen i.e our parents may not know the rules <laughs> it would yeah. make sense i hardly know the fucking rules yeah sorry for saying fuck but oh. but it's it's good to explain at least for a little bit until we're until we're into this further to where you know, hopefully someone's not jumping in on episode 70 something of to another where, campaign. Oh, that's dumb. That's their fault. To where we know the rules and everyone that's been listening has learned the rules with us. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, bring bring up that kind of stuff and explain what it means. The secret check being like perception. Perception being what does our character see? Do we notice the trap? Do we notice the the person walking through the trees. Do we notice the subtleties in someone's face as they're talking to see if they're lying mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good to explain these rules and also explain how our characters are acting. We can say things, but like, you know, I, I've been wondering since we set up today, did Ronk take off her cloak during that last fight? And I don't think she did, which is dope because we had, they were fairly easy. It, it was, what is the word? Um, no, but like it, it was a, a fight where, you know, we had a bunch of dudes coming up against us and they hit every once in a while. But for the most part, we were smashing them. Mm-hmm. Yes. This T-Rex coming in and it's like for me. It's like okay, this this is where this is where it happens. Who knows what's going to go on? But like, this is the fight now. At least coming from Ronk's mind, like oh shit, there we go. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to ex- I want to be able to explain that because I can see it, and you guys may able may be able to see that because we're here. But we want to explain that for the listener because mm-hmm. who knows what they're picking up? It's it's hard to see from outside ourselves as we're playing. So I just I want to get better at that kind of stuff. But I'm, right. I'm ready to see what happens with this goddamn T Rex. Open 
this up really quick. Okay. Yeah, let us let us know where we're at, almighty GM of the Mwangi. Or when we're at. Yes. Could work with either. Or why we're at. Yeah, why yes. are we at? Why are we at? So the last thing that happened was y'all were controlling the battlefield, taking out the Oto Kembe Aruxe left and right. And then y'all felt the ground shake. Trees parted. And a Tyrannosaurus Rex walked into the clearing. A lizard folk riding him hops down, grabs the nearest Eruxi by the back of the neck, reaches up, rips his throat out, and screams a command. And all the fighting comes to a cease, and they all kind of back away from the party. Last I remember, Gots was standing up front closest to this lizard folk that hopped off the Tyrannosaurus. He's wearing a Triceratops skull as a helmet. Looks pretty badass. All the lizard folk part. And this one, from the description that Nikini said, looks like he's the chief. He walks up to Gots, just looks him up and down. Akembe Bamba. And he just stares at you. Ronk is going to turn back to Nikini. Hey, small one. Is this the guy? Yes, that's the guy. Right. She's, Ronk's going to (laughs) walk. Like, just disregarding anything else that Nikini says. (laughs) Is going to walk, uh, Towards not not directly up to probably ten feet away from where is he up next to Gots at this point? Yeah, he's like just right there, not in his face, but mechanically five feet away. Yeah, Ronk is gonna walk up about ten feet away from him. Look at the T Rex and look back at the uh, the Ruxy lizard folk. War chieftain, look at Gots and point at the T-Rex and say, I think we found your beast. Look at the chieftain, grab her cloak, throw it off in the distance in a very anime style. (laughs) Um. And you, I'll have your head and that really cool hat. <laughs> Nathan's gonna turn to Nikini and be like, hey, uh, Nikini, what's he saying? He, he called him a green demon. Oh, well, that's pretty racist. The chief looks, when you take your cloak off, he looks at Ronk as well. I can be Bamba. Gods is going to drop the three Eruxi he was currently holding. They'll just <laughs> slump around at his feet. He takes just a step forward. Kind of lowers his head a bit so that it's more in line with the Eruxi and just stares him straight in the eyes. Hey, uh, you mind, like, 
I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. Telling him that you're the princess or whatever, because yes. like my my men are gonna kill this guy, and his fucking lizard. So you should probably get on that if you don't want to see a bloodbath. Yeah. So Nikini runs up. <laughs> and the chief looks down at her, kind of surprised. He's got a surprised look on his face, and then he gets angry. He starts walking towards his T-Rex, and he motions all of you to follow him. Nathan's going to walk up and put an arm around both of you, both Ronk and Gots, and I understand. I understand you guys are ready to fight, but uh, we have some business to take care of first, okay? I can't rightly remember what the business is. The goose. Helmet. Bronk, I need you to look at me. Look at me. Hey. She doesn't look. Nathan's going to like <laughs> kind of try and turn you, but he, then just like adjust himself so he's in front of you because you're too <laughs> yeah. solid. She, she's standing <laughs> firm. Got those stilettos and he's gonna get, like, in the dirt. On his tiptoes and like snapping your face. Bronk, Bronk. What? We got to get the goose. After that, you're free to do whatever you want. But you want to get off this island, don't you? You want to get that money. And if we can't find the goose, we're stuck here. I will have that crown. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You with me, Gots? Gots is still just staring as the Uruksi walks away. But did, did you hear a word I just said? No. <laughs> Sorry, Nason. I, I was uh, predisposed. I was just telling Ronk here. I understand that you want to fight. I see you. I see what y'all what y'all are capable of. But we gotta get the goose. We gotta get the dragon. And then free game. All right. I just need you to stay with me for now. Yeah, get his goose. I'm gonna get his goose, and then I'll take his fucking head. So you see the chief screaming at Nikini, just pointing a finger in her face, very accusatory. And Nikini's like, and the chief reaches in his cloak and throws down a handful of candy on the ground in front of her. And she's going to come back to you guys. He, he says that the Prezo attacked him. Did they? You. No. The little ones. No. Hard to believe. He's, he said there's just candy everywhere next to the Otokimbe dead ones. He says we attacked him, but we didn't. Can't imagine why he would be so beaten up over it, even if that were the case. He just rips the throat out of his own men. Yeah, they, 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 they do that when they get angry. They're kind of crazy. Have you also tried, you know, um, explaining to him that he thinks that y'all attacked his tribe? You? You and your little candy makers? That seems a little ridiculous. I don't think that either of you, could, or any of you, could 
any number of you really would be able to take out one of these lizard lizard fellas. I held my own. Okay, so you did attack them. Look, I'm trying to help you. I don't know why you're getting so defensive right now. I'm telling you that I'm seeing your folks and these, like, war lizards. And this war lizard thinks that your people could kill their own? I'm trying to help you. I'm not attacking your dignity. But they, they attacked us. Seriously, all things considered, if that candy stays on the ground, Doug's going to come running. (laughs) And I fear if he does, he'll be dead. (laughs) That man can smell candy from miles away. Wait, 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 wait. So, if your people think that they attacked you, and his people think that you attacked them, and your people think that they attacked you, and his people his think that they attacked them. I think I get what they're what they're getting at. Uh, Nikini, have you have either of you? Did you see the attack on your people from the Auto Kimbi? No. Hey, wait a I minute. Did not. One of their darts was in the monkey's neck. Yes, I I agree with that. And he wants to. Where was the candy that? He found. He wants that's he wants to show us. Right, let's get to it. Okay. He said it's not far from here. Do any of their people like do they have like a you version of them that can talk to us in common? I don't think so. Oh. We we need to find the shaman. Do they speak common? No, but the shaman has spells. The chief motions for you guys to follow him. It's about a five minute walk. Well, I guess if we're not gonna fight, Ronk's gonna walk back and pick up her cloak and just drag it behind her. Yeah, with with your... I know... I know you guys may not be the smartest characters, Whoa. but... Uncalled when for. It, <laughs> when it comes to... No, I'll agree with that. Oh, yeah. when, it, when it comes to fighting... You know you're out of your league with that Tyrannosaurus hey, standing there. We're falling. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> All right. Ronk's dumb enough to fight it. Well, not dumb enough to fight <laughs> no. it, but dumb enough to say, hey, Gots, you got it. And Nathan's, Nathan's smart enough to walk away if they start. Yeah. So about a five-minute walk, y'all come to a little clearing. And there are dead Otokembe on the ground. And it looks like you see pieces of candy everywhere. And you also see burn marks on them. As if it was fire or electricity that killed them. And I need a perception check. From everybody. Oh man, I miss rolling. I wish I could just... Roll, roll all. You week. forgot how to roll. You, <laughs> I did forget how to roll. I so could just roll this in the box. <laughs> Got a twenty-five for gods. Okay. An eight. Do I need to say? Yeah. Twelve. Well, well, well. Tell me what everybody's looking at when the chief points you in the direction of the dead Otokembe. 
I I think what, while he's pointing at them, Nathan's still just like talking to Akini and being like, "Look, I'm I'm telling you, I feel like you should really just tell this guy like you really think that this could kill this." Like, no offense, I'm sure you could hold your own, but like <laughs> lizard and <a> fucking <laughs> look at you. I, I could, I know I can, but I won't. <laughs> so that's why and Nathan's just like not super paying attention. Helmet. <laughs> and Gots, you're looking over the bodies and you see, yeah, fire burns, electric. You saw Nikini shooting electricity from her hands and everything. But there's also something else that's kind of odd in this area. You see little pieces of glass, little pieces of clay everywhere. And those have like burn marks on them, electricity shards. Mason. Uh, sorry, Nikini, one second. Yeah, Gots, what's going on? As you walk over, he's just squatting down. His big metal gauntleted fingers is kind of sifting through stuff in the dirt. Look at this here. Oh. Bombs. And also another thing, the candy that's on the ground. You've been to the Prezel tribe. They have giant lollipops, giant candy canes. These candies, they're smaller and they look manufactured. Spearmint. Can I can I do a uh, just a crafting check on yeah. the There we go. 24. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're definitely lightning flask uh alchemical uh what was the fire one called? alchemist fire alchemist, alchemist fire. fire yeah these are definitely containers of alchemist fire as if it's made to look like the prezel attacked so nathan like hikes up his pants you know pulls up his pants and you see his bright red uh like socks a little little glimpse of his little garter that keeps up his socks and he's just like crouching down and he like turns back to nikini and he's like this is alchemist fire right here. These are bombs. Like, can you tell them? And look at this. I could buy this at fucking, uh, what's, what's that, that theme park that we went to? The zoo? Clicks. I can, I could buy this shit at Clicks. Oh, Click, like, I hate that place. They're trying to take our jungle. Bless. They're trying to expand into our jungle. Plus, look at this. It's all black licorice. No one in the Prezel tribe would make black licorice. <laughs> I mean, you're gross. I, I don't hate Jolly Ranchers. They're fine. But like, there's a lot of candy corn. Do you guys Ooh. even have a lot the, of candy corn. the materials to wrap your candies up? I don't even know what this material... She's holding a piece of plastic. I don't even know what this is. This is weird. I don't it's know. Candy. Try it. You should swallow it. I'm afraid. <laughs> well... Tastes pretty shitty to me. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, wait a second. Can Nathan still have the dart that he found in the... Oh, no, he didn't find yes. a dart in the monkey. No, I mean, no, Nikini has one, too. Oh. I remember she took one. Yes, y'all have plenty of darts to spare. Okay, so Nathan's going to pull out one of the darts that stabbed him. And he's going to walk over to... Cautiously, he's going to walk up, hands up, point at the dart... And uh, he's going to be like lean over to Nikini and be like, can you ask him if this is one of his? Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> si, senor. 
he's he's confused about how you even have that. Tell him that we got shot with darts on our way back to you. And that we also found a dart hole in the monkey's neck. Just ask him if he shot your monkey. They go back and forth. The chief seems very irritated. And, you know, no, no. They, they didn't do anything. They, they actually attacked us right now because of what we're looking at on the ground. And I, like, I want you, if you could please, try your best to translate. This right here says, um, the company is Mars? I guess this is a Mars bar. <laughs> and, uh, Mars? That's not the Prezel. This is clearly manufactured. So what, what is happening? What's happening is there's somebody on the outside that's trying to, to frame both of you into thinking that each tribe attacked each other when that didn't happen. Because assuming that person probably has the little dragon, they want you guys to turn on each other and think that one of you has the dragon. If I'm putting the pieces together correctly. It's probably the person that has the dragon. Son of Pucky. The, The chief produces... A couple darts. And he hands them to Nathan. And comparing, do they look the same? Roll of perception. Everybody can. 28. 14. It's a nat, nat 20. 15. I mean, clearly, Ronk, you see two different types of wood that the darts are made out of. And there are enough of each sample to see that they are yeah, starkly totally. different. Yeah. No, no. They handcrafted theirs. I would know, as I made this bat myself. They use craft work to make those. These. Something different. And these candies manufactured. I'm thinking that we've got someone from Jaha on our hands. Wait a minute. Little girl. Ask him if he knows an orc and a dwarf. Rolled together. Yeah, the chief says, Akembe Bamba. Yeah, he knows about an orc at least. Does he know his whereabouts? No, he doesn't. What does he know about this orc? Did Did he come here or something? He came to trade every once in a while, but they haven't seen him for a long time. By chance, was he trading candy? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he only knows about the orc. Nikini, have you ever come across a dwarf at your camp? No. It's mostly just Douglas. We are, we are left alone for the most part. But these elves, they keep building that thing park, expanding into the forest. I don't know. While while Nikini is talking, Ronk, the moment she said no, Ronk would stop paying attention. Are we, so we're like in, in their camp at this point? No, the... Or the, near? Near, I mean, you, you're not really sure. Ronk... But you are closer to where the, the fire in the background is billowing. Ronk wants to, I would like to make a perception check 
around the tree line to see if anybody is watching us. Sure, sure. If I may. 16? Yeah, I mean, there's... Y'all are surrounded by an army of Otokembe just watching, talking amongst themselves. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary, though. Mm-hmm. Nikini, can you ask him if there's anything weird going on inside of their community? Like, with you, you know, you had your, your monkey, he got knocked out. Did they have anything in the tribe happen? Also, I would like to know where the dragon stays in this tribe. Ah, uh, good sure. question. They probably have a pretty cool altar. Sure, sure, sure. They go back and forth, and Nikini comes back. Um, so, it's kind of their custom. <laughs> uh, knowing you guys, you might like it. Um... They said there are some trials you have to make before you come to the camp. Challenge? Yes, uh, challenges. What kind of challenge? They say if you pass, you will not die. I think I like these challenges. I mean, isn't that just the way? You're not good enough, you die. That's how it should be, right? (laughs) What is it? So I'm assuming you've done these challenges before? Ronk starts flexing. No. I'm, I'm the princess, and I'm, yeah, they, they, no, no. Wow, check your privilege. Yes. I have privileges. (laughs) Sorry, this is not a laughing matter. Oh, boy. The chief motions for everyone to follow. Wait, so if you have the privileges to not have to do this, could you not go look for us? I mean, I could go look. And what's stopping you? Well, all things considered, you're a suspect. Wow. Oh, you got something there. Never mind. I don't trust you. Yeah, you're not strong enough to do their trials. Let's go. Especially with your hesitation to not go check for us. Like, are you even trying to help us right now? I mean, yes. I mean, Nikini might be one of the heads I put on my belt. Let's see. Oh, no. Ronk says with glee and drool <laughs> dripping from her chin. So do you guys follow the chief? Yeah. Like, Gats is already... <laughs> while you guys are talking, he's already walked off. Okay. And Ronk is, like, getting fairly uncomfortably close behind him, just staring at his helmet. helmet. <laughs> and Nathan follows. At a distance. Keep an eye on the small one, Nathan. I got you, Ronk. You're smarter than you look. What? I said you're smarter than you look. Cool. That's good. So I imagine it's been all night. The sun is barely starting to poke from the top of the horizon. As you reach the Otokembe village, you see the smoke on the horizon billowing with a glow of fire and it is extremely hot. The smell of sulfur fills your nostrils and gets stronger the closer you get. Low rumbles echo and lightly shake the ground beneath your feet. This is an active volcano. Oh boy. The dry, magmatic rock 
is as black as the night with thin streams of lava flowing through the cracks. At first glance, the obsidian rocks seem to move near the foot of the mountain, but with a closer look, you see more Otokembe Aruxi walking along the obsidian, their scales having an almost identical match in color. They're tending to a countless amount of eggs, roughly a foot tall, that share the same color as the dark volcanic rock. Pre-continental breakfast. <laughs> so you guys walk up. Again, you know, the whole time. Just a circle around you. Just an army. Everyone just side-shifting. Like, like walking like crabs, so they're always looking at us. Oh, boy. He wants you. Got. He says the first test is pain tolerance a challenge what sort of challenge emotions behind him the other rooks are kind of part way and you see lava on the ground you see hot rocks and he points at one of the aruxi and motions for him makes him go and hesitantly, the Eryxi walks and starts walking over the rocks. And then he hops off because the pain was just too much. A whole group of Eryxi attack him and start ripping him apart for failing. That's hardly a challenge. Guts walks forward. Fuck yeah. Takes off his boots. So you begin to walk on the hot coals. I need a fortitude save. Thirteen. Four fire damage. You continue? Mm-hmm. Another fortitude save. Natural one. Fuck. Natural two and then a natural one. Damn. I mean, what's... I guess, yeah, it would still be a fail. Nine fire damage. Come on, Guts, you got it. Keep going. Yes. Nineteen. You're good. A few more steps. Eighteen. One fire damage. A couple more steps. Fifteen. Rolling like ass oh, today. Man. I know there's a low one damage. I'm rolling like ass too. Hey, I'm fine with that. I, like, it's my highest save. I have a plus 11 to it, and I'm getting just garbage. One more step. 15. Three damage, but you make it through. So many of the Otokembe are cheering after watching you walk through. A lot of them are in disbelief. The chief says, and he points at Ronk. Yeah, you see Ronk rears her head back and like she's stalling a little bit. She goes to take off her boots. He's pointing at a different direction though, not the hot coals. Oh, okay. What's he pointing at? The chief says 
agility test. What do I do? But she's the, she's staring at the coals, and you you see her shudder. And if I haven't explained it before, she is covered in scars. Yeah, clearly burns. Oh yeah. So uh, what 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 does he need? The chief is pointing to a river. It's not a fast-moving river. It's very slow, but there's a large log, and there's another Aruxi standing on the log. Chief just keeps saying agility. I'm thinking you have to be the last one standing on that log. Alright. Let's go. Alright, so you hop into the water, get on that log. The other Otokembe Aruxe is just. <laughs> I need an acrobatics. 19? You're fine. I'm gonna roll an acrobatics for this one as well. So what's he doing? Are we, uh... Right now, you're just... The first step is just staying. Because it's very difficult. Okay. (laughs) Just to make sure you can stay on it. Ooh. He he got a 24. Okay. Both steady. Now, to move forward a space... um, Okay, let me put this on the table. That's the distance you are. You're about 15 feet away from each other on a big old log. So to move one space forward, another acrobatics check. 32. Jeez. Natural 20. That's a critical, so you can move five or ten feet up. Yeah, so she's gonna get her bearings and, like, see what's going on. She digs digs her uh, dominant stiletto heel into the log. I love that you're wearing stilettos in this. (laughs) And launches herself forward just like sliding sliding all the way across it into the face of this other guy and she gets she bears all of her teeth in his face so i didn't say this earlier but let's we're in combat so that's one action Mm -hmm. what's your next action i'm gonna this is we're doing shoves Mm -hmm. so she's gonna slide towards him and i'm going to do let's see if it happens i'm gonna attempt to tumble behind Fucker. 31. That's to, critical. To tumble I behind. I, I don't know if that, if anything happens on a... I know we've been through this before. Yeah, I don't think so, but now he's flat-footed to her, and she'll attempt a trip. Fuck, I'm rolling high, so I gotta get, I gotta get good at this uh, <laughs> tiny math, but I'm, I'm in the double digits. It's going to be 26. 26, yeah trip him so you trip him falls on the log he's not off the log yet he's able to reach mm-hmm. behind him he's he falls on his back he's able to reach behind him and grab the log keep from falling yeah that, that's his turn or Ronk's turn okay. now it's his turn now pretty much every action the way i have it is since you're on a unbalanced log everything you do is going to require a reflex save so he's going to roll a reflex to stand up. Got it. Can I do a shove 25. as an attack of opportunity? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Because, yeah, that, that does activate it. He is standing up. 18 to shove against 
fortitude. Got him. <laughs> so you, are you... Yeah, shove, you push him back. One. Yeah. And I'll have him roll she, another reflex. Yeah, she pushes him and, and, like, chuckles a little bit. I could go all day. Since there's a reflex after every action, you roll one for shoving. I'm going to roll one for him as well for being shoved. Also, as part of a shove... You can move up to five feet after that. Oh, so I can shove them and, and continue advance. sliding forward. Nice. What'd you get? Uh, 22. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, he did not pass his reflex, so he is now flat-footed. So he's going to try to shove you. And that's athletics? Yes. Yes. Against fortitude. Against fortitude. Well, first, it's the reflex save to do it. <laughs> he's... He's teetering, and his turn ends right now. He's like on one foot, just like. <laughs> so he, he goes for a shove and just becomes yeah. like bracing. He's really losing his balance. His his stats are very low right now. Uh, Ronk is going to go for a grab. Ooh. Not great. 14. Yeah, he didn't get it. All right. Hmm. <laughs> see here. He's like Yeah, she's gonna go for a grab and lose her footing as he's like teetering back and doesn't get it. She's uh, gonna attempt to shove again. 18. How do you shove him into the water? Yeah, so she goes, she goes for a grab, misses a little bit, sees that he's teetering and just with two fingers, just knocks knocks him a little bit on his because uh, I'm I'm sure he's leaning on one foot a little bit more than the other, and she's gonna push him towards that foot, <laughs> just like dink, <laughs> smiling the whole time. Nice, thank goodness, because I hate this shit. <laughs> he falls into the water. You're victorious, Otokimbe Cheer. And again, a lot of them are like, what the fuck just happened? Are, they, are you going to kill this one because I did that to him? The chief, you see kind of like as if he's saying, oh yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and he motions to like seven of them and they leap into the water and this Aruxi is floating in the water. He sees them kind of like sharks, their fins in the air. He's just like, and he gets pulled under and you just see blood. Floating in the water. Yeah, Ronk is like straddling the log at this point, just like sitting down on it, both hands bracing uh, in front of her, bracing herself on the log, and she's head back, just laughing. <laughs> you see Gots on the uh, the shore. He was dipping his feet in there, like small bits <laughs> yeah. of like steam coming up. And as the blood is slowly seeping in his direction, he just like slowly lifts his feet out of the water. <laughs> Ew! Ew! Yuck! Yeah, Ronk is kind of kicking her feet up out of the water. <laughs> yeah, the chief does like a very subtle approving nod. And then he looks over to Nathan. Nathan tips his hat. He kind of tilts his head a little bit, you know, kind of like when a cat sees something curious. And he grabs his helmet and kind of tips it a little bit. And then he... Like, still, after he sees him do that, he takes off his hat and does a bow. The chief starts to, and then he kind of shakes, like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and then Nathan puts his hat back on. 
And he points over towards a hut. Okay. As y'all are walking up to the hut, you hear screaming of intense pain. Oh, the chief says this is a challenge of dismemberment. Oh. Y'all walk into the hut and you see people, humans, orcs, tied to tables. You see Aruxi with their bare hands just ripping open their chests and just pulling out organs while they're still alive. The chief walks you up to a table and there's an orc strapped on the table. You recognize this orc. Do you remember the orc that took your mug of perry and drank from it? No. No, from, I do not. From the bar from in town. The, bar, where, the uh, one that told you all about the fighting bits. Yeah. He was a cocky cock with the, uh, the, the letterman jacket. Yeah, he walked up. Nathan doesn't hold a grudge. <laughs> anyway, it's that orc. Oh, okay. He sees you. Hey, uh, you gotta get me out of here, man. You gotta get me out of here. And Aruxi walks up with a sharp bone, hands it to you. Um, Nathan's gonna kind of wave it off and pull out his own dagger. Ooh. And he's gonna just like, kind of like roll up his sleeves. Actually, he'll probably take off his jacket and roll up his like, you know, his button up sleeves and kind of lean on this guy's chest. You know, you look pretty familiar to me. Yeah, uh, we're friends. We're friends, right? No, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. If memory serves me correctly, you took a drink of my beer, didn't you? I, uh, uh, that was all good fun, right? Come on, come on. kind of just like sticks the knife, like just right on his sternum. It's just still leaning on him. Uh, whatever you decide to go for, I need a perception or a medicine check. Okay. To pull out an organ. You know, I'm pretty sure that you don't know my highest stats like you know theirs. I don't. It's performance. I'm a bard. You know um, what? You know what? This is performance. You're performing Seriously. surgery. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, he got athletics... She got acrobatics, and I'm like... I got I got 42. Oh, you got 42. You got an 42. athletics challenge. I had a crush. Yeah. Let's see, a good performer makes it their own. Yeah. Yeah. Is I that mean, okay? You got this. It, it is, because, I mean, you see after the two challenges that you just saw, all of them are watching. They're... Their their culture is kind of sick in the head. They're looking for a good show. Yeah, yeah they're, they're looking for a good show. They're not. Is, they're not a wily bunch. I I see Nathan. Nathan could do whatever the hell he wants. Um. So Nathan's gonna while he's sitting there, just like the knife, like sticking on his sternum. He's gonna look back at the other rooks to see what they're like. See if what how they're, they're feeling about this. They're laughing at how terrified this work is. He's gonna look back and be like. Oh, you think this is funny? He's gonna lean in. How'd that beer taste? Uh, uh, I don't remember. It As was he's doing that, he's gonna grab one of his ears and cut it off. Lean back to one of the Aruxis and like, he's gonna hand it off. 
God, they eat it. Because, I mean, I'll let you know. I don't like when other people drink my shit, so I didn't even finish it. Grab the other ear, cut it off. <laughs> hand it off to someone else. And then take off his hat and look back at the chief. Kind of take off his hat and, like, wave it in his face. I'm getting a little sweaty over here. This is hard work. Chief nods at you. <laughs> I got a question for you. What's your name? Did that work? Uh, uh, what did you say? You ripped my ears off. You still got the holes. What's your name? He's gonna get close. What's your name? Chunky Steve. <laughs> Man, that's a real shitty name. <laughs> All right, Chunky Steve, I got a question for you. If you had to choose, which organ is your favorite? <laughs> you see a bunch of the Uruksi cheering, and you see a couple of them kind of keel over like, <laughs> like they're getting a little sick. And Nathan's just like going to be like laughing. He's just like, oh my god, oh, I haven't had this much fun in days. And he's going to look down and see that he got blood on his white button-up. Oh no. Chunky, you bled on me. Do you have any idea how much this shirt cost? This is custom fitted. Ah, shut up. And he's gonna stab him in the throat. And, and then he's gonna look back and be like, all right, all right, I'm sorry, I'll get to it. Stab his knife in and cut like from like the bottom of his belly up all the way to his sternum and like kind of like flap it open with the knife and just kind of dig around in there a bit turn a nikini <laughs> his nikini I, I think you're good no 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 wait 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 <laughs> can you can you do me a favor nikini i just like i'd like to get a feel of the room are we thinking i, I got a i got a kidney here oh i'm so glad i did that i the gurgling is so much more peaceful than the screaming. I got a kidney. We got a stomach. Should I just go for the heart? I mean, the heart seems a little cliche. Lung. What do you think you'd like? He says, whatever you like. Dealer's choice. Ronk. My favorite choice. Ronk's gonna like peek her head in the tent, see what's going on. <laughs> see Nathan just kind of fingering around in some uh, like organs. Uh, that asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you really want your drink back, I think you should take his liver. <laughs> Ring it out. Ronk. Poetic justice. Okay. I like how you think. He's just gonna like cut out the liver. Pull it out. This good? They're all cheering. Nathan's gonna just put it on his chest and lean in close and be like, I'm not gonna be drinking any more drinks anymore. And then uh, kind of like wipe his hands off on him and put his coat back on. Yeah, you, you sit there and stare and just watch the life leave his eyes. And he will watch. Oh yeah. The, the chief approves. That's right. <laughs> Need a performance roll. <laughs> Give yourself a plus five for all the description. Uh, it's a really shitty roll. 
He's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. It's not pretty. Um, but how much did you say to add? Add five. Okay. For the performance. So it's a 20. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the bonus. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a good show. It's great. <laughs> because, like, another... Man, I'm so glad that that was the... I was really worried about what Nathan's test was going to be. I'm like, he's not strong. He's strong. No, he's not strong willed. Um, but like, is he? I don't remember. But Nathan, like Norgorber, yeah, the the god of keeping secrets, but also the god of sacrificing whoever needs to be sacrificed to to get what you need to do. That's cool. So he saw that, that like that wasn't even like a question in his mind. He's like, like him being an orc. That doesn't matter. It's yeah. like, if that means that Nathan gets what he needs, yeah, he's going to kill that guy. It's like, that's in his religion. Wow. Yeah. Here's, yeah. An, here's another step. And that's really funny, because I, I know you didn't know that. I didn't no, tell I didn't. you that. I'm glad I chose you for that test. But that's I was awesome. like, this is perfect. This is perfect. I wanted you to have a little payback for that orc. So the chief is extremely pleased. Gives Nathan a nod. And he starts to walk out of the hut. And everyone follows. He goes and stands. There's a big bonfire. He stands next to the bonfire. And another Aruxi walks up. A female. She looks a little older. She's got a big staff. And as she's walking, the staff hits the ground. Skulls on the staff. Clink, 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 clink. Walks up, and Nikini tells y'all, that's, that's the, that's the shaman. And the Otokembe shaman speaks a few words. <laughs> casts a spell. Now you hear us. Oh, finally. I'm so glad, because I was really tired of talking through her. Whew. The chief speaks up. Now you deserve it. Well, thank you. You are true, warriors. All right. Why do you come here? We're looking for the goose. The dragon. The small dragon. Right. I understand that this dragon is some kind of peacekeeper between your tribes, and it seems like there's been some shit going back and forth between your tribes. Yes. Probably because somebody decided to steal that dragon and blame it on either one of you. Yes, it disappeared. Kujaka disappeared. When he says Kujaka, all of the Aruxi take a knee. Wait a minute. And then they stand up. Right. Kujaka. They all take a knee again. Hmm. Where is it? Do you have anything? Like I was saying, we came here to do some research on them. I was asking Nikini to ask you before, and now I get to. Have you noticed anything weird in your tribe? Like anything left behind? Any footprints that aren't your own? Like we're trying to do research. Trying to find any sort of oddity so we can try and find the person that took it. No. Nothing. Nothing. We can usually sniff them out. All we've noticed is 
an egg or two goes missing, possibly a predator. So, but nothing more. So normally you're able to sniff out like outsiders, is what yes. you're saying. So, have you considered that it might be an Aruxi? Kind of stares at you for a second. Obviously, the way he's staring, he hasn't considered that at all. Because if you know what what all of you smell like, and that's not unusual, perhaps what you're looking for is right under your nose. Have you had anyone kind of acting out recently? Anyone that seems like they're trying to make their way out of the tribe, essentially? Oh, so you're thinking that maybe... It's an inside job. Maybe one of these lizard heads was one that did it? I think so. I haven't seen many of your, uh... People? But there was that one with the big fucking axe. I want you to roll a little... I'm glad you said that. I want you to roll a little uh, recall knowledge uh, society. Everybody can do it. It's not going to be hard. Oh my god, I got a zero in society, but I rolled a 20. Wow. I got a... We'll take that 20 as me recalling (laughs) one more Rixie. 22. 14. Okay, okay. I mean, it's enough, like, um, Gots, you just recognize, you've been to Jaha, you see the Aruxi lizard folk. They have the same pigment of scales. Like you said, there's an Aruxi that actually works for the Consul General. Same same color scales. Mm-hmm. Nathan, you picked that up too. Um, obviously from the region, possibly a cousin of the tribe. Kind of moved away from the tribe. Um... And what was the, like, exact question you asked? I asked if there was anyone trying to leave the tribe and then got, or, uh, uh, Ronk, Ronk was Ronk was inferring because before you even said that, I was like, wait a minute, we know an Aruxi. And he's big, he's got the dark scales, mm-hmm. and he did not say much. And he wears that goofy, goofy outfit. <laughs> I... Yeah, the silly button-up shirt and the short shorts. I fucking hate giving these things out when you haven't used them yet, but fucking here you go, pee-pee. I'm ready for it. Uh, Let's go. I, don't, I got ammunition. Let's fucking uh, rock. Uh, yeah, when, when you look at them, you realize, yeah, that, that Aruxi at the console estate. That's looks right. Very, very close. Almost identical. What was his name? It was... uh. Big Mo. Hit, hit, hit two? Hit two, yeah. I have it in my notes. Um, Don't give me a pee pee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have someone, one of your own here, named Hit two? I'm not sure. It's possible. But we've also had eggs disappear. And you were thinking that would be uh, predators, but why would someone else want them? For having their own lizard man? We are formidable warriors. 
Yes. Maybe you are, but these other ones, I, <laughs> I might question them. Where I come from. Slaves, they try to escape. They are not loyal to those who hold their bonds. But if a child were to be born and raised among its captors, then it would be a slave with no desire to leave home. And the, uh, um, that trial that Nathan went through, the dismemberment trial, most of those people they were tearing apart were part of the Razor crew. They had the, wa- the Razor crew insignias on them. Hmm. The Ronk hasn't put that together. <laughs> okay. Give me, give me a second. I want to know where everybody's at. Gots, tell me what's going on in your head right now. Well, his feet hurt. I bet, yeah. And uh, he's a little put off by what happened in the tent. Um, mostly because he feels that that itself was not really a challenge killing someone who couldn't fight back. And so he's a bit confused by it. Mm-hmm. But that being said, he's not really piecing much together. What about Nathan? For a second, Nathan forgot why they were here. Because he, <laughs> he enjoyed himself so much. The bloodlust. Because <laughs> Nathan doesn't often get to just kill people. Um, but no, I mean, he's just... He's a little annoyed. He was hoping he'd find something a little more uh, substantial here. A little more evidence other than like, like he's not interested in, in solving their dispute, you know? That's not his concern at all. He doesn't care if they're fighting. So he was hoping he'd come here and find another clue that would leave, lead to who actually had it, but it's just a bunch of pissed off lizard folk that are like, you know, he's like, okay, so clearly your dragon, your dragon's gone, and now you're pissed that people are stealing your eggs. You got a bunch of slavers. Clearly you have a slaver problem, but is that really my problem? No. My problem is I need to find the dragon, and you're not giving me the stuff I need. So the thing you found out is that there's nothing here for you. Basically, and yeah. he's kind of frustrated about it because he's like, now we have to walk all the way out of the jungle again. It took us days to get to this camp. And there's nothing here. What about hole filler, a.k.a. Ronk Phyllis? Ronk, having a hard time with this because she's got heads on her list. She's got a dwarf, an orc, and uh, this uh, Ruxi war chieftain. But with how things are going right now, it's like, ah, if I take his head, it's like, yeah, there's going to be some problems. <laughs> some. She wants that skull. But there's also another head to add to the list. And... Funnily enough, she, you know, wanted to fight that Aruxi, uh, Hitu, 
the moment she saw him. Oh, I remember that. Oh. So it's it's kind of like, okay, I, I wasn't wrong. Let's fight. So at this moment in time, she's got three heads on her list. The orc, the dwarf, the Aruxi, and she wants that skull. Because it looks badass. And that's where she's at. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're doing this thing to find the goose, but <laughs> she she takes names. That's that's her that's her deal. Like, point me to it, and I'll go. I can piece some things together that'll get me, hopefully, get me closer to taking some heads. So the stuff y'all have pieced together is number one. It feels like y'all are out of leads. Am I getting that right? The, I, I would say, like, the only true lead right now would be Hitu. Or, yeah, Hitu? Yeah. I mean, still, like, curious about the fucking Gaji. I know. I, I want to know what the hell is up with the dwarf but, and orc. That is, uh, uh, I don't know if that's a main quest option or a side quest that's going on, but there, there's still... Like once once Ronk says I'm gonna take a head, like it's it's there. Got a list. So those are those are Ronk's active quests, but I don't know if that's gonna get us closer to. Yeah. So like. Uh, unless they're working for Hitu. Like right now, Nathan is just like. He's, pretty much just. Annoyed at the fact that it's like, man, these people say they care. But they're not doing much. And if you're not doing much, I can't help you. Because you're not giving me any information. Who does, who does Hitu work for again? He works he, for Dictor. Dictor Dogby. Victor Dogby. Victor Dogby. The guy yeah. who hired us. Yeah, uh, Hitu is head of tribal security. I have him in my, in my notes as Victor Dogby Money Man. Mm-hmm. And then I have Hitu, Chief of Security. Also known as Dogby, the investor in real estate who wants to buy out the jungle and hires other people to eliminate his competition as we go around and do the dirty work for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're... <laughs> you know. He says, oh no, don't kill them, meanwhile. Yeah, I feel like y'all are sitting around, I mean, all of the Otokembe looking at each other, arguing amongst themselves. I mean, it's kind of been on on um, Nathan's mind for a while that this is, like he said before, a wild goose chase. That this guy may actually be the guy. Which is why Nathan all the time is like, is he you? <laughs> you know? What guy? Victor. He thinks that Victor could be the guy. He thinks that Doug could be the guy and he thinks like like I said literally I think like the third or second episode that this seems like a wild goose chase like we aren't actually looking for something because whoever needs to know where this dragon is probably already knows where it is can I stop you right there mm-hmm. I want to read something from I think the second episode <clears throat> little flavor text for y'all if you will uh, a recall knowledge to Nathan's brain I don't even need to have Nathan roll for this, because I like what I heard from Nathan. I would think this is something that Nathan is 
Yeah. I'm going to read this really quick. The Consul Estate is a very eloquent, large mansion on a beautifully manicured plot of land. Partygoers dressed in the richest materials you have ever seen mingle all about the front yard, and many are watching a performance as your party arrives. You see a pretentious elf with short gray hair, neatly parted, and a tight mustache. He's wearing a dark blue doublet and white riding pants. He is riding a horse with a fancy, shiny saddle. I think I'll stop right there. You look over at Ronk's cloak. The glitter. Pee pee to Nathan. Thank ya. The fuck are you looking at? Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at? You still got glitter on your cloak. Yeah, it's flashy, right? It is. It doesn't really come off well. Luckily, it doesn't smell like shit. I think I know what's going on here. The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Use under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The Cursed Caravan theme music and the beat you're hearing now is written by our very own Matthew. We would like to thank Michael Gelfie Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and the ambiance. You can find out more about them at michaelgelfie.com. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Leave us a comment, rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, especially Apple Podcasts. Spotify also allows you to rate and leave comments, so get on those comments, let us know what you think. All of our contact information is in the description. Thank you for being a traveler on the Cursed Caravan. his head <laughs> i'll have his head hold on well how much of that had barking in it because we may need to go back no you're good just start over with the first thing you said to the chief